it's balls and, and bruise. That's right, baby. Zach and Josh, Josh aka Woody, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Um, it's a new one. Just bad. It's a new one. You just got it. All right, Woody. That's it. Sheriff. The sheriff Woody. <laughs> sheriff Woody. <laughs> Lift your shoe up. Let me see on the bottom of it. It's Andy. It's got my wife's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, back for another show. We uh, you know, we're having a hard time just nailing one down. It's just crazy right now with uh, with with travel, with work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, we're able to. That that always uh, opens the door to kind of catch some cool things too. You know, I know you were out in uh, Dallas with the Mavs game. Yeah, um, yeah, back in know, the, yeah, yeah, at the end of the year last year. So that, I mean, that's kind of cool. So I think, you know, we'll be able to do things like that. But we're we're trying to bring uh, consistency as much as possible. But just bear with us as as we get closer and closer to football. It will it's, be it's it will coming. be more weekly. It's coming. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're going to roll weekly as much as we can. It may not be every Monday night or Tuesday yeah. morning, but it'll be yeah. weekly. Um, love, love all sports, but yeah, it's just football gives you the most. Uh, well, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's what I would say both of us are probably most passionate about. And most people are, I would say. I mean, yeah. it's the number one sport in the country. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's like being Can't in football say the world season. or, you know, you know, yeah. soccer would folks would be all We had a podcast that just talked about baseball or basketball during football season. Like, you know, like, that's like right. going to Rodizio Grill and getting the salad bar. You know, like every single vegetarian? <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you're vegetarian, folks. I'm not. But you try some meat. Get out of here. Get some meat in your life. Can you be a football fan and a vegetarian? Is that Absolutely not. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can. Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways. So, speaking of the Pac-12, we are going to cover uh, two conferences today since we have we took a little bit of, you know, we need, to, we need to get some of these Power Fives in. We're going to cover the, uh, the Big Ten and the ACC. Briefly. <laughs> Briefly. And, uh, you know, we're going to throw in... Uh, Notre Dame because they fit nowhere, but if they fit anywhere, it's somewhere in between these, it'd two. be right in there between those <laughs> two. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's kind of kind of where I've always felt if they joined a conference, which I still feel like they should. I don't want to get off on that tangent, but um, if they join a conference, it should be one of these two, and they should join a conference. But why would you when you're you know getting straight paid to not? Yeah, be a you conference. know you, every every one of your games on the NBC and yeah, you know you're. Which I mean, yeah, they had an undefeated season last year with a, with a tougher schedule than they normally have. So hats off to them there. But this is how quickly I forget everything. I did not realize they were undefeated last year. Yeah, they rolled right into it and rolled right out, right out of the playoffs. This is correct. But um, yeah. So you know, we haven't uh, missed a whole lot um, sports wise. You know, we're kicking off um, you know NFL's. Um, Camps are coming open. Hard knocks, baby. Hard knocks. Hard knocks starts tonight. And hard knocks is going to be, uh, you know, the Raiders. It's just kind of, you know, they almost seem like they should have their own show. Like it shouldn't even have to be hard knocks. It just it should be like they do hard knocks with a real a team, and then yeah, it's like, they, hey, Raiders. Yeah, Raiders have their own show. Yeah, it's like know? the Yankee Network, just the Raider Network. Yeah, just the Raider Network. Especially now, you know, I might have found it interesting how Burfecht and Antonio Brown are coexisting. Like, I, I'm, I'm. I just curious. heard Burfecht murders him. In practice, in practice, like, it's, you know. Honestly, I think it. that's why he's like, you know, he's kind of he's got this like bottom of his feet are peeling or something. He's Dude, got some feet issues. No, disgusting. he don't want to play against Burfitt. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. It's like I'm not running across the middle. I guarantee in you, week one he's gonna be like, you know, out there running. You know, he's gonna go for 200 yards first game just because he's ready. Yeah. Well, it's, I saw ESPN put out like a who's comeback player of the year or something like that, and like Antonio Brown was on there, and of course they were just getting slaughtered like. 
He's like, yeah, it's going to be tough to bounce back from like, I think, 1,100 yards and like 18 to 15 yeah, touchdowns. 13 th- so I can't remember the stats. And guys, like, he went for like 168 and two touchdowns in his last yeah. game. Like, yeah. I'm not sure he's a comeback player of the year. Come on. But, but he had some. I mean, I thought they typically reserved that for somebody who was injured and out for, you know, yeah. a good portion of the season. Like, yeah. You know, the guy missed miss 14 weeks. Okay, yeah, he's like a comeback Eric Barry comes back from what leukemia or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 That's a comeback player of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, uh, not because you can't get along with. Yeah, just because you have high arches, you know, you're not yeah. the comeback player of the year. Oh, 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 Big Ben. He's always a stealer to me, so I'm still gonna hate him until he's a Bengal. Until he's a Bengal. <laughs> it's true. This is true. Love them till they're yours, or hate them till they're yours. That's right. Or, or, or love them until they're no longer yours. That's right. Because right. you're know, not gonna lie. Now I'm gonna be like. Perfect. He's just the cheap shot and dirtiest player ever. Nah, he's still my favorite linebacker. Yeah. Maybe of all time. Dude, uh, dude, play. When we 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 talked about this on some of the early episodes about like if he were living in the eighties, you know, like, you know, if he were, he'd be a gold jacket player. Yeah, absolutely. He's you know he's LT. You know, what yeah. I mean? it's okay to rip people's face yeah. off and then you know stomp on their face and then spit down their throat. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. while they're while they're bleeding yeah, to death. NFL films make a uh, you know mm-hmm. hit hit montage about it. Absolutely. Put it on you know and you'll be just murking kids. Now the guy, you know, barely, what, I'm not saying he barely, he's, you know. No, he's still yeah, the, the guy's dirty. Yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, like I said then, give me a guy like that and let me try and reel him in, then try to give me somebody soft. That and, I have to, you know, that I have to pump up. Give me the, the NFL version of Dwight Howard. <laughs> NBA. <laughs> Paper mache award. Yeah. Right. Goes to. Oh, man. So. The broadest shoulders on a guy I've ever seen that, that gets his that work soft. down low. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was soft. I always think, too, about how those guys, like, would have fared. Like, you know, we grew up in the center era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Zoe and Ewing and, you know, like those guys. Combo, like, Shaq. Yeah, like, even Rick Smith's, like, the guy was 7'6", but, you know, he was a banger down there for yeah. the Pacers, you know? Yeah, you had to you had to earn everything down there. Yeah. Now you you, you try this crap nowadays going down the middle against those guys. You're coming back missing limbs, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's why I always thought, you know, Iverson, I think it's it's no, uh, no joke that Iverson um, – you know, was one of my favorite players, and it's you know that was it. Like he he lived in like the toughest big man era, and just banged with those guys. Six yeah. one, yeah. yeah, six one. If he's in WCW, you know, like they're pumping yeah. him up. You know. <laughs> six, six four in the program. Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I just always had mad respect for that guy for what he did. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's two sides of the coin. How we're getting off on this, I don't know, but I don't care. Um, you know. My uncle's always like, "Well, hell, if I shot it forty-five times a game, I pro- you know, I'd probably score thirty-two. <laughs> but, probably would. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Iverson was a freaking nature. Yeah, but when you're standing there double team and you're you're squaring up shoot and you look to your left and it's Eric Snow and you yeah. look to your right and it's Matt Geiger, I'm jacking that yeah, shit I'm up j- too. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a, uh, I'm shooting myself. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take my chances. That's right. Yeah, I'm calling like some crazy horse shot. You know, off the shot clock. Yeah, off the top of the backboard, nothing but net. Um. Yeah, so, so dog, we're in the dog days of baseball, dude. Here we are. We're what? Eighteen days from the first college football. Yeah, game. let's get it, son. I'm ready. Eighteen I was, days. I fired up the old PlayStation Three NCAA fourteen the other day just because it had the itch. Just because you had to. Started a uh, started a dynasty with um, UAB. You know, I'm gonna work my way up to the Power Five, and um, I threw a pick across the middle like on a deep post, and like the guy caught it over his shoulder. And it, for some reason, man, it's like, I mean, like super hyped. I threw the interception. We got super <laughs> hyped for like, all honestly, like thinking about laying in bed at like 10:30 at night, watching some like 
who cares game, but like, yeah, yeah I'm just ready for some football. UCLA, like, and San yeah. Jose State. Yeah, it's just, I'm just ready to get going. And um, it's here, man. It is here. We were. Um, I was watching TV the other night and saw the. Uh, a little bit off, not off topic, but I know you like the guy, but. I'm gonna take a different take on, but so Baker, you know the Indians game with Baker and his, yeah. and his stash, and he and he shotguns his beer and just hypes up the crowd. And, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, because I I'd even we we had tweeted, you know, we had responded to a tweet on it about just like his moxie. I love the moxie, but he is setting himself up for a like you either come out and ball hard, which I think he has. I mean, he has all the tools to do. Yeah, if he like, does, you yeah, look around him. But yeah, if you don't, you're setting yourself up for Johnny Manziel 2.0. Like you're that, gonna that's have funny you say that because talking text mad about smack about you. Because yeah. like they're, this is probably the worst example ever. But they're talking about today how he like he got off of uh, like the, they were calling him back from autographs and he was like he told the team whatever no or something. Because he stood and took pictures with the you know servicemen and autographs, which is fantastic. It's great. But it's like, to me, God, this sounds so negative, and I don't mean it to sound negative at all. I think it's awesome. But to me, it's like, I was like, all right, so he's telling his team no, which is cool. He should. Like, I think that's, again, I think it's awesome. But it's like, at that moment, I was like, yeah, he's really doing a lot of things. Like, you've got to be successful at this point, yeah. right? Like, I mean... I think you will. You're I doing things as if you're Tom Brady or Brett Favre yeah, already. Like you've already done, you've already accomplished a ton. And I hate to take and it. And in Cleveland he has. I mean, well, I guess that's, true. that's it. You yeah, know? And, and I don't think he's doing it in any way. I think he's just who he is and doesn't care. And, you know, at the end of the day he's going to, you know, take this 15 minutes of fame. I say that, you know, you know, most respectful way. Yeah. You're talking about a ten-year career. That's fifteen minutes in the grand scheme of life, right? Like you're in blink. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't see Baker playing until forty-two, like Brady. No, right. Yeah. Even well, not, if he's not, as good. With, not with the style he plays. But yeah, he's just he's a smaller guy. He runs around like I mean, you know, he could you see have him to get smaller 10, like Russell years. Wilson. You know, like yeah, you have to get down and you have to. Yeah, you have so the thrower first to say all that. It's you know, it's just I think he's what he's doing is great. I love the attitude and the, the you know whatever you want to call it, arrogance, cockiness. I don't care. Like I love seeing it. Everybody else on the field can do it. Why can't the quarterback do it? As a fan, like you know, I, you know, obviously it's no uh, no secret I'm a Bengals fan. Like I would love to go into the season thinking like there's some some hope, regardless of what it is, regardless if all the other 31 team fans are like it's false hope or what. I would rather go into it with the hope that the Browns have than the reality that I know I have as a Bengals fan. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, bucks, yeah. I, yeah, I would much yeah. rather have that. Like, dude, I'm excited about something. You know, because I'm yeah. going to this football season like. I'm not saying that I can't be optimistic about the Bengals. I mean, I think we're going to win some games, but to go out there and be like, I want to be like you see all these memes that are like, you find someone who loves you, like, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever, you know, like, yeah, find that, find somebody who loves you, like the Cleveland Browns fans love Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's what that's what you need in life, and I would love that in a football team. I I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but it was uh, something to the effect. Oh, it was Cowherd. He was like talking about. I didn't listen to the clip, but you know the the. The description was basically like, you know, people say act like you've been here before Cleveland, but like they haven't been here before, so they're acting however they want to, and you know, it's spinning in a positive way. Yeah. And Baker just like doesn't take anything off Cowherd. Yeah. But you know, I think there's mutual respect between both of them. Honestly, right. You it know, is. it's probably but, like one of those things they have a beer together afterwards, but they just. But like, I do it's, like it's that. It's good that, for both of them. Yeah, and I publicity. think it's great that uh, you know Baker calls out people in the media. Like you sit there in a you know a glass house and you, everybody's just. Telling you how terrible, whatever you know, you live under a microscope. It's nice to like put it back on and be like, well, you know, yeah. it's like somebody. I, yeah, 
I'm just randomly talking about random stuff here. But right. I love somebody it. was saying something. That's why we're drinking beer in the garage. That's right. Bud Lights, baby. We're back on it. We're back on the Bud Lights. But somebody was saying like whenever oh, it was talking about airlines. Um, like when an actor or like a movie star criticizes an airline, is like, wouldn't it be fair for the the airline to be like, well, you made this terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> like. You remember uh, that was a terrible throw, hey, sir. Affleck, you remember uh, or that movie with Lope, Jennifer Lopez, Jilly or whatever, yeah, whatever that was. It's like one of the worst movies ever made, basically. It's like why don't the airlines just call him out? He's like, everybody's trying their best here, man. Like, come on, like yeah, we messed up on your one flight. You've made thirty-two this year. Like it's yeah. August, you know, right? Like come on. Yeah. But that's, anyway, that's it's, it was pretty funny. So uh, to say, you know, you know, when Baker kind of pushes back to the media, I, I think it's. I wish more guys would. Now, you know, a lot of those guys are just trying to do a job and trying to get something. Sure. You know, trying. It's hard to write stories in, you know, August third, August sixth, when, but your editor's like, hey, I need something on the NFL. You're like, they they just like, the starters just started practicing. Like, what do you want me to write? Like, yeah. You know, here's the all-time best left tackles. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Breaking the left tackles for all 32 teams. Yeah, you're just you're just pumping out stuff at this point. Yeah, I mean, you, two more weeks, then yeah, you got some real stuff to work yeah, with. It's like us right now. Yeah, we're, we're trying to talk about anything but, but football. But it's yeah, yeah, to do. yeah, it's hard. No to footballs do. here. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I'm pumped about the season. You know, obviously AJ Green went down. First, almost throw yeah. of of training camp. Um, you know, there was tons of smack talk about the field conditions in Dayton. Yeah. You know, but then it was like I saw people were like, look, you know, like. It was like Dayton High School. There's something like the high schoolers play games here all the time and nobody's been hurt or something yeah. like that. It's like maybe y'all are just too soft. It's like, but, you know, so anyways, so he's going to miss, uh, yeah, who knows. Yeah, With an ankle, games, he could go yeah. from one game to eight. Yes, yeah, uh, Hopefully true. it's not the latter. But we'll see. More on the NFL soon. You know, we were, we were, we, we are no sponsors, by the way. We talk Bud Light. But, uh, you know, no sponsorships here. No commercials. Commercial free. Yeah. Entertainment, if yeah. you would call it. So, if we get sponsors, we'll take them. Yeah, we'll take not, whatever you want. Yeah, you know, drink not, whatever you want. Yeah. Right now, we're drinking Bud Light in the garage. Let's can't drink Miller Light. So yeah, you know. So it. I saw uh, Darren Ravel and his all of his. Oh yeah, masters. I saw this too. Yeah, yeah. Put a uh, Mick Ultra past Mick uh, Miller Miller Light as like the on the third on the list of most drinkable beers or oh. mo- most drank beers or whatever. And um, you know, Bud Light was just crushing it at number yeah. one. Like it was like five close, bajillion. Yeah. And then Coors Light, and then of course Mick Ultra. So and then uh, what Miller, and then Modelo. Was yeah, high. I thought that yeah. was Modelo. Secchi's was like way down there. That's mm-hmm. my that's my go to. I was a little surprised. It was all you. I think the Sec- yeah, entire list was you. Yeah. It probably was. Entire <laughs> list was you. I should have tweeted that. You should, must yeah. be the only one drinking these Dos Equis. Yeah, must be me. Send me I would I would ask for free ones, but then I'm afraid your company would fold because <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't have my money exactly. anymore. No, yeah. um, yeah, that's a uh, that's usually my go to, but, but I like Modelo too. I, it's really weird. I like all the. I'm sure somebody will call me out on this if anybody listens, but the Mexican beers, except for uh, Corona. Not a big Corona. Not fan. a big Corona fan. Nah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll drink. I mean, I, I'm kind of one of those people that's like never met a beer I didn't like. Right. Uh, there's a handful. Um, there's one beer I had. It's like a Jamaican beer. It's called Kalik. It's terrible. See, see, so you're branching out so far to find something you don't. Like. You're, you're looking for beer you don't. It like. was terrible. Yeah. 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 I'm almost like a challenge. Like any <laughs> any small breweries out here listening. Find, you know, if you can find a beer that I don't like, ship it to us. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll, we'll <laughs> hey, be, we're a brewer. We're going to send you some pretty terrible beer. <laughs> yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. Just hit us up, breweries. I know you're listening out there. We uh, we like to we like to tweet at some breweries when we're trying some different stuff. But anyways, well, uh, 
Let's dive right into this college football, man. Yeah, let's we're, do we're it. We're out here at it. You go ACC or Big Ten first? Doesn't matter, man. Let's hit a. We'll, we'll stroll right into some. Uh, let's hit some ACC talk. All right, um, Clemson. All right, now to the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean I think Clemson obviously is the runaway favorite. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, barring injury to Trevor Lawrence, I don't even. I mean, I was looking, anybody compete with them. I was I was doing some reading today. They're thirty four and two against ACC opponents since two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I mean it's in four straight league ties. <laughs> so. You know, it, it's hard. It's hard to argue against a team like that when you're when you're you know trying to break down a conference and, and you have a glaring uh, you know glaring favorite like that. There's there's no power vacuum like there you know maybe in the Big Ten. We'll get to that in a minute. I just feel like it's Clemson and all the other horses. Yeah, I, mean, I was looking at ESPN's power rankings and I think they have two teams in the ACC and one's obviously Clemson and the other Syracuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should tell you all you need to know. That it's going to be a, it's going to be a, probably a down year for the ACC. Um, I, you know, I saw where some folks take Syracuse to actually have a challenge, and you know, I mean, obviously Syracuse is is fought pretty hard against Clemson the past few years. Yep. But you know, if Trevor Lawrence is healthy. It will not. Yeah, be there's, there's no fight. They knock Trevor Lawrence out of the game, or he's hurt the year, the week before, or whatever. You know. Yeah. Then yeah, okay, you got a chance, but they, I think Clemson's far and away the favorite. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. At this point, who who are your who are the challengers? You know, I mean, you've got you yeah, know, Georgia Tech's. You know, they're moving into the post Paul Johnson era. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. Like I saw know, a video of them line up in the wing tee and then shift out into a spread formation and like the in their spring game right the first play in the entire you know everybody was hyping oh, yeah. it's like it was kind of neat i mean well yeah i mean what what's that going to look like it's, it's definitely i think if you want to compare it to changing of the guards you i think georgia tech is your your you know best comparison to that analogy is like you go from paul johnson's you know wing tee you know, triple option formation to – I don't know a lot about this Jeff Collins guy, but it sounds like it's going to be a spread formation. Like, you talk about a world of difference for oh. the fan base, for opponents that they're going to play. Well, people won't have to drink to watch their games. They can drink to enjoy their games now. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, it was fun to watch, but it just – as it was fun to watch as a Florida State fan. It's like, okay, we'll see it once a year, you know. Yeah, something you different. Know, it's, it's something you got to prepare for. It. It's, it's a challenge, but as a Georgia Tech fan, I can't imagine – Every Saturday, lining up to watch sixty rushes. Yeah, it's know? just, it's just. And when you throw the ball, it's God. Just get it somewhere near the receiver. Well, and knowing that, you know, I mean, how many years were they actually, you know, even like in, in contention of? I mean, you know, it's like it's one thing if you're running the triple option, you're you're going, you're like Alabama or a Clemson, you know, type yeah, you're always, team. Like you're always in the playoffs. And they had a run, you know, Tech had a run that they were always a tough out, and they won. You know, eight to ten games a year, but I mean, Tell it, me it's just at some point you can you can't out athlete everybody, right. and that offense is built to not have athletes. You know, I mean, but at the same time, as people, I think as technology grew, the ability to study and understand that 
that assignment football, which is what, you know, basically yeah. the veer, yeah. wing tee, whatever you call option, yeah. it's assignment football from a defensive perspective. You have to line up and you've got keys and you read your yeah. keys. Well, you know, when – And you have to stick your – When man. you didn't – when everybody <laughs> – every player didn't have iPads and didn't have – so you're basically like, hey, we got a few hours of film session a week. You know, you're playing them week six. You don't – you know, you got you just came off a win. Let's say it's Saturday. You played the night game. Like, okay, there's not a ton of time to prepare. Yeah, five and a half, six days yeah. to prepare. And you don't have a scout team that can actually run it at the speed that they're going to run it because you don't recruit kids that are on the option, you know. And you try to mimic it if as they're that you can. athletic, they'd be on the field. Right. <laughs> so then you – so – but now you put all this technology in their hands with – I can sit there in my dorm room and watch the iPad and figure out, okay, this is what so-and-so – when that left guard backside pulls, I know the ball is coming this way. Right. Like, they can't counter off that. They have no one to fill that hole, right? right. So – and I know a lot about that offense because that's what I ran in high school and in college. Like, so, you know, I, I kind of understand it. Right. I understand more how to stop it than I actually did probably how to run it. <laughs> like, because I know what you have to do from an offense perspective to beat – you know, to beat the defense with it, so I can, you know. I always thought that... Yeah, best defensive coordinator is probably offensive minds. I, I always yeah. thought if I was ever to coach, I'd probably be a better defensive coordinator than I would offense because, like, you know what to look for mm-hmm. because I've lived on the offensive side of the ball my whole life. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's a... Uh, it'll be, yeah, back to the point. I mean, we're talking about tech a lot, but more on the, that offense. <clears throat> you know, at this point, I just think it's, it's kind of played out. It's going to be... Obviously... You know the the academies will run it because they they kind of have to. Yeah. They're not going to out athlete anybody. No. Yeah, but you have to. Gimmick- those guys are worried about bigger pitchers. Well, it's like App State beat Michigan. You have to gimmickly beat a team yeah. like that. Yeah, I you mean know, you just you're going to have to. You pull out all your stops. So tell anyway. me this though, as an ACC fan, we'll move on. What kind of paycheck did Georgia Tech have to give to get Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas to come to that school? I don't know, man. Hey, son, <laughs> we're going to run the ball ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. We'll probably throw to you three times a game. They, they probably said, "Come play for us." We're gonna, we're gonna run it, but we're gonna throw it twelve times a game, and you're gonna get ten of those targets. I mean, <laughs> that's more targets you'll get anywhere else. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it had to be. Like, the, I mean, I don't know what else you like, say. Find that recruiting coordinator and hire him at any business. And like, He's if like you're a business BOSB. owner, yeah, if you're yeah, if you're a business owner and you're, you need like a top salesman. Offer that guy about two million and be like, yeah. "Hey, come, come sell for my building because that guy's doing it right. He knows what he's doing. He's That's laying right. it down." So, just to break it down, you have, we have the Atlantic and the Coastal. Obviously, um, I mean the Atlantic. I can't see anybody challenging Clemson. Obviously, um, no. You know, Syracuse will be up there. They're they're bringing back a ton of players, and they were good last year. Florida State, we'll see. Yeah, I, you know, as a Florida State fan, I'm. You know, optimistic that you still have some players, but at the same time, sure. You know, eight, nine wins, I'd be pretty happy with. Yeah. You know, but <clears throat> I was running through their schedule the other day, Florida State said is, and just saying, okay, what games should they win historically? Like, okay, they beat this, this, and I got to nine wins, and then I was like, okay, now realistically, where they're at now, What's you're probably happen? looking at seven. Yeah. You know, and that's like a good. That's like, yeah. hey, we had a decent. And, game. and honestly, you know. I've always, I'm, I'm probably, I have less, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, colleges, I feel like they go in spurts. I mean, you have, you know, Florida State had a run for three, four, well, the Jimbo yeah. era. Basically, that entire era, they won at the conference and then playing for national titles. That's the it's best It's very you can cyclical ask for. For, the very, for the top teams. Yeah, you know, but like, you have kids that are, you have new kids every four years, right? So, like, you, you've got to, at some point, you're going to hit a downturn. If you take... Alabama out of the equation, 
Like I was talking to a buddy the other day. I said, you know, I was equating cells and things like that. It's like you have people at Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Auburn and everything else getting fired winning nine, eight, nine games a year because Alabama's winning 12 right, in national titles. Alabama's the best salesman. Yeah, you're, you're, so you're, you're, you're taking – I mean, take Alabama out of the equation. If I told you, hey, Ole Miss, you'll win nine games this year, you'd take that every day, Absolutely. every year. Yeah. You know, maybe the ball bounces, you win 10. Like you would take – so, you know, I think everybody gets blotted by having an Alabama or, you know, now a Clemson who's – Consistently there, and so. But I mean, you, you hard to not argue they're going to win the thing this year. Yeah, you know I mean, like, how can they not? Yeah, they're I mean, they're loaded at offense. Same it's offense. a collision course with Alabama and, and yeah, barn injuries, like you said. Yeah, it's the exact, almost the same offense. Well, I I trot out there. I would be willing to bet a substantial amount of money that no one in the ACC beats Clem- a healthy Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I agree, you know I they could lose in the playoff. Okay, but yeah, so I agree with you. Um, but I mean, let's just you know, not for Tom's sake. I mean, you have the Coastal. I don't even know who wins that. I mean, Miami doesn't even know who a quarterback is yet. Uh, Virginia Tech. They had a terrible year last year, but they're projected to play be pretty good this year. Look at their schedule. They, they have a pretty cake schedule. So they play Notre Dame. Start off. That's tough. Loss. But then they have Old Dominion, Furman, and Rhode Island are their other out of out of conference opponents. And then. They play the coastal opponents, and then their two Atlantic opponents are Boston College and Wake. So they skip. Boston Florida College State, will be okay. Them. Wake, no, but Boston College will. But yeah, I mean, they're for they all intents and purposes, they have a pretty easy schedule. No, absolutely. You know, from a conference look, and obviously out of conference. Yeah, you know, side yeah. from day. But they didn't count. They don't, it's not going to cost you to get to the title game. But Kylie also seem like one of those teams that you're looking up in you know mid September. And you're like, did I read that right? Is Furman beating Virginia Tech <laughs> right. late in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, they've got a you know, kind of a whole new look over there as well since since Beamer Ball left, and I yeah. still think they're trying to find their identity. Uh, and maybe they'll find it, but it could be the year. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be them. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I could look at the 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 coastal teams, and I couldn't tell you anybody coming out of there. I mean, North Carolina shouldn't. You know, who knows with the right. what's his name, Mac. Mac, Mac Brown, Brown, yeah. He's, he's back. Mac is back. Mac is back. So, do they shock the world and, and, and go 8-4 and four mm-hmm. and win the Coastal? See what he's done. See what he's shaking and about. Just get absolutely murked in the conference championship game. I don't think there's anybody out of the – well, I mean, just like last year. I mean, no one has a chance out of the Coastal to beat a Clemson or, you know, even – I would say no one has a chance to beat Syracuse. If for some reason Syracuse went 11-1, and one, beat Clemson, and snuck into the title game, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. I mean, they are playing in Syracuse. I think what college football needs, and this is what I'm pulling as a as a fan of a team who like Tennessee's not they're not they're not going to playoffs, but as a as a fan of a team like that, like going into the season with kind of minimal expectations, as a as a college football fan, like we need a new narrative in college football. Like something needs to be shaken up in college football. Like for Clemson or Bama or maybe both of them not to make the playoffs this year would just be would be awesome. Like just mix it up, you know. Yeah, or like somebody like you know, a USC. Like you said, like, Texas, a, like something random like a Syracuse. You know, just like something yeah. that you can all get behind is like the under, you know, kind of like everybody in March Madness likes pulling for, yeah, sure. you know, whatever, Bud Light State, you know. Yeah. Like everybody loves that, you know. So, yeah, give us something give us something to pull for. But. Yeah, because, I mean, you win the ACC with one loss, you're in, I don't care who you are, you can be Duke, and you're in the, you're in the playoff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how – 
like I said, I mean, we could talk in depth about each team and whatnot, but with the disparity well, of Clemson, I was about to say, with, there's with no. The other, I mean, yeah. But if if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt, we'll we'll start breaking down who yeah, might win the ACC. We'll, we'll come Until back. then, we'll revisit it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll revisit that. You know, out, you know, the SEC obviously anybody could beat anybody with your LSU's, your Georgia's, your Alabama, you know, yeah. Florida, Tennessee. You could chuck some. You know, you got some some, but. Clemson's so far ahead of everybody. Well, it's just all about your facilities and your recruitment and what, yeah. what, what kind of athletes you're bringing in. I, I mean, think it would be great at the, yeah, for the ACC if Clemson and Florida State were on different sides because then Florida State's, even they're, when they're, they're, gonna rebound. When, even when they're seven, eight, yeah, nine-win team, they've still got you know? studs, yeah. and they can go beat you. Like, yeah. you know, that, and that's, as a fan of Florida State, it's kind of always – at least you know you got a chance because you're going to well, have some players. That's why I tip my cap when guys like James Franklin can do what he did at Mandy. And, yeah. Like, even guys like David Cutcliffe, what he's done at Duke. Right. Like, when you have to bring a guy who's going through, like, you know, his last year, you know, like halfway through med school, right. and he's, you know, your star wide receiver, I mean – that's impressive. Like what that guy has to do and what you have to be as a coach to bring that caliber of a student, not an athlete, but that caliber of a student, student. through athletics. Yeah. To, They're you know, true to be student athletes. Yeah, right? that's like awesome. Dude, yeah. Vandy, you know, yeah. you know all the uh, you really that northeastern area of schools. Like, those are your true those, coaches right there. Like, those guys yeah. are. Give yeah. me that guy. Yeah. Give me the guy that can turn a guy who's you know going to be splitting the atom tomorrow, <laughs> and, and turn him into a you know a stud athlete to break down the triple option yeah. on defensive side of the ball. Give me that guy. Give me that coach because yeah, that guy's doing something. Brian Kelly gets a ton of hate on the Notre Dame side. You know sometimes whenever they're not. But could you imagine him at Ohio State, or basically you just get him or Florida State or Clemson, where you know the guy's recruiting. Yeah. You you, you got a guy who's is a two two student. <clears throat> He's not getting into Notre Dame or Vandy or Duke. Right. I don't care how good he is. No, they're not. They, you know, this is not their priority. Clemson, Florida State, come on, buddy. Yeah. Like, load me up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. So, so yeah. Yeah, so I like what we did there. I like, prediction I like for the ACC? Clemson? Clemson. Okay. Clemson and Clemson. In the Healthy Clemson. We're yeah. Good. Clemson in the title game against Clemson. Yes. They can only beat themselves That's right. at this point. So, Big Ten and Notre Dame, we'll, we'll crunch them in here. I think it's safe. Um so, you know, there's a huge power vacuum, I feel like, with Irvin Meyer leaving and, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of changes going on there in the Big Ten, but that namely being the biggest. And then, of course, you know, quoting Clay Travis, you have Jim Harbaugh, the greatest 8-4 and four coach of all time at Michigan. Right. You know, what? You know, this is his year. I mean, he's got a returning quarterback, Shea Patterson. Yeah. If stud. he don't win it, is he going? If he don't win the Big Ten, Big Ten is he going? If he doesn't win the Big Ten, does he get fired? That's what I'm saying. Is he done? I mean, does he get fired? Is he gone? I, like, you want to say you want to say you look at a guy like him? Didn't and, they just sign him to a huge contract? I thought he was like a lifetime contract. Yeah, one of them dumb contracts. I mean, you know, all I know is boosters. Booster money can get anybody fired. Doesn't matter what. <laughs> That's happens. right. That's right. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, hey, this is it. I mean, this is it. So Urban Meyer, his arch name, he's zero four against Urban Meyer at Michigan. So. His arch nemesis is gone, if you want to put it that way. I'm not taking anything away from the guy as a coach. I think Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. I think his track record shows that in the NFL and things that he's done. But, you know, this is it, man. If you don't if you do not do it this year with Shea Patterson coming back, yeah. you know, and the defense is always hot in Michigan, um, you know, I, I'm with you. I, maybe he gets fired. I mean, do you get fired, though, if you go 10-2 and two and you don't win it? You know, or what if he goes 8-4 again? I mean, I think if you're a Michigan 
fan and you're, you know, if Lloyd Carr can go win national titles and, and put them guys in contention every year, Jim Harbaugh should. Like, it's, you know, the kids aren't getting any worse. Yeah. The kids are getting better, so. As a fifth-year coach at Michigan, mm-hmm. I don't think it's far-fetched for his for the fans to demand a playoff appearance at this no, point. No, I mean, if you, got, mean, if you got Notre Dame been to two or, well, they got a two national title. Well, they've been in two national titles in the Brian Kelly. Or one national title, one playoff, right? Okay. So, I mean, he's doing it in Notre Dame. Why can't you do it in Michigan? Because yeah. you can't beat one team. I mean, out five. Well, they can't beat four teams, apparently. That's well, what it always seems to true. turn yeah. out. That's <laughs> true, yeah. That's the way it always seems to turn out for for Jimmy. But, like, uh, so, I mean, what? come on, man. Like, it's it's not. Yeah. I, I've been reading kind of some, like, fan pages. There's a guy at my work who's a Michigan fan. Um, but anyways, he uh, um, he's talking about um, you know they got a new offensive coordinator, so everybody's hyped about the spread offense they're going to run, you know, which is going to be hard. You know, I, I will see. Yeah, you know, typically trying to put in a new offense, but Shea Patterson seems like a guy who can run it. Um, you know, he's kind of a little, you know, just kind of a little scooting quarterback. Kind of reminds me of like a Manzelish kind of, you know, yeah, just kind of you know rolls slings out, it around, good, yeah, rolls he slings it around, it around, you know, make creates plays with his legs. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, you know, Ohio State, completely new look. You know, you've got Ryan Day as that new head coach. Now he was there. He was there. Yeah, he was so, there. I mean, and, he, he, and he was the coach under, you know, when Urban yeah, was. Yeah, so, it, it, you, I mean, you could see something like a Ballard and Jimbo where there's not a whole lot of drop-off. Right. You know, maybe this year, but after that, like, it's probably – Well, I mean, and you turn around and you place, you know, Haskins, who had probably one of the greatest – numbers wise years in school history, one of the best in NCAA history. But then you replace him with Justin Fields, who we all know is a freak athlete from his high school days. I think Georgia I mean, Georgia super underutilized him, but for every everything you look at the guy he looks like Cam Newton. Yeah, um, I mean well what Georgia had was a good problem to have. You got a guy who and Jake Fromm who it's like we're really gonna take this guy out who might be a Heisman yeah. winner this year or Heisman, he's gonna be a Heisman candidate. For an unproven freshman, even though he's just you know projected to be a star, which I think he will, at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, so you know, I don't think it's. I think Georgia just had to make a decision, and they they picked the guy who actually they, they played games, through. right? Like so, you know. But I don't want to get too much of how he left. I think it was a little bit of a joke. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah pulling, uh, yeah but whole... no, I mean, I'm pulling for the guy. I think he, it's it's hard because you hear people like I know Cannell, which I love Cannell, mainly because I just think he's like. He just kind of rocks the boat for yeah. fun. But you know, he's real big on kids not transferring to state and competing, and I get it. I mean, in most positions, but at quarterback, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I mean, if, if especially a guy that, let's say, you know, we're the same age, we come in, we're both freshmen, and you win the job as a sophomore, and we're both non-registers. I mean, unless you get hurt, I'm probably not playing unless you just play poorly. Right. So, like, I, I don't have any control of what happens at this point. I'm not going to go – change the coach if you're playing well and we're winning eight nine it's ten not games like go and practice and beat and, you and, out. yeah and beat you out and you know you're winning eight nine ten games like so basically what you're saying is i have to hope you do bad so that you become a bad teammate and you know not that you want somebody to do bad but you want to play yeah, you want to play right yeah. so so i had to especially almost, at that age too you're 20 years yeah, old you're like yeah. 18 19 20 yeah, years old there. like yeah i want to play like i mean i came to georgia to play i came to yeah. ohio state to play whatever and you know i it's and you don't always have great, you know, advice from your family as well. You know, they think you're the best thing ever, right? Especially when you're Justin. Yeah, it's like American or, Idol. Oh, he's an amazing singer. Right. And, and but when you're, you know, five star player, 
Mm-hmm. Someone's going to take you. Oh, you've been told your entire life is that you're amazing. Yeah. That you're the, you're the, because you are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like I said, what are you supposed to do? Then you, you go somewhere where there's other five-star athletes. And right. You're no longer the amazing, like, the only amazing one. Right. Right. So, I mean, what, I mean, what, Justin Fields would have had one year at Georgia had he stayed, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he was there last year. Well, he didn't redshirt last year. He yeah, played. Yeah, he played. So, Fromm's a, what, junior this year, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so theoretically, Fields would have had one full year starting. So, you know, I mean, why would you – I don't know. Just, and at that age, too, like, you know, like, you're you're in college, yeah, you're going – but you're thinking of your career, and you're, you're hoping that it ends up being the NFL. Right. And if you want to position yourself to be in the best chance, like – are you gonna gamble that on my last year that I get to stay and play? Yeah, that one I'm year do good and get drafted. What if you know Kirby leaves or new offensive coordinator yeah, comes in? Or you break in your and, leg? Or, yeah, are you get over you, halfway through the season? You can't take a medical redshirt. Right. You yeah. Know, like what? Yeah. So like then then you're somebody just gonna draft you on a five game you know resume? I mean, yeah, you're hoping the Patriots draft you. Like, hey, it's a project. Like you know, yeah. like you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I any other position, I kind of saw with Canell on it. Like, okay, like if you're a cornerback. There's four positions out there. Yeah. Convert to safety. Yeah, there's nickel. Yeah, you like, nickel. Yeah, you've you got, got plenty of opportunity to find your way on that field. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's and then you can go make a play, right? Go make a couple, get a couple picks in the first three, four games, and you know maybe we, maybe we need to play this kid more, right? right? As a quarterback, you're just kind of sitting there. The quarterback goes, you know, those for two twenty and two touchdowns each game. You're never getting in, right? Like, and even if they have bad games, typically it always seems like too. If your team's winning, like say you have a good defense and your team's yeah. winning around poor, like mediocre quarterback play. A lot of people are just superstitious. I'm not taking this guy out. I want to take a guy out. Yeah. Yeah. We're winning games. I mean, you know, credit to Saban when he took Hurts out. They're still winning, but he put two in. But, like, I don't think the disparity was so big between Fields and. And, that, and that's just in, intuitive genius. You know what I mean? It's or just, it's just dumb luck. I mean, it, yeah, or dumb because luck. you're like, okay, well, if I know I can win with Hurts, let's see what Tua can. Can Tua take us to the next level? Yeah. You know, and then and, vice versa. The yeah. Next year, which was, you know, that's yeah. almost like karmatic. <laughs> and if Tua just, doesn't, I'll just go back to Hurts. I know he can win. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, like I, I'm in a win-win here. Yeah. It's a good so, problem to have. Yeah. But anyway, um, I got off on that. I just – Well, no. It's, I mean, it was – There's only one There's only one spot for a quarterback. Every other position on the field you can rotate in. It's a good point. And then, you know, sticking with the quarterbacks, um, changing, changing direction, but sticking with quarterback talk. Um, you know, Penn State and Wisconsin, you know, I think your other two or your – Two or three other teams in that, you know, in the division that or the conference that can win, you know, can kind of take claim to the crown or uh, come in with new quarterbacks. Um, you know, you had um, what was his name? Trace McSorley for Penn State is gone. Uh, Wisconsin had Alex Hornibrook transferred to Florida State. So, you know, guess what his name? He thought the honeys were hotter down in Florida. They are. Yeah, they are. I mean, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Skags. Come on. Skag. No. Yeah, no, I don't blame them there, especially with a name like Hornybrook. Got to, got to move south. Um, so you know they're 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 looking at new quarterbacks. I mean, again, all reasons why this is Michigan's year. I mean, if it's not, then yeah. what are you going to do? My prediction. I'm staking claim to it. I'm going to say right now, Ohio State's still winning this. Still in this conference. I think so too. I mean, I until Michigan proves it's different, why would you? I mean, like right. I said, if it would be one thing if it was some, hey, we hired the you know, the UConn coach to come in, the Randy Etzels of the world to come in and run Ohio State. You got a guy that's been in the staff. Yeah. It's just you know, he's run the same offense, plug and replace. Like it's it's not a big deal. It should be second nature to him at this point. The only thing that could be negative about it is that he's now the head coach, not up in the box calling the play. It's like, okay, that might be the negative thing. But outside of that, they're going to be yeah, – They should be just fine. I mean, they, they're, yeah, they're, they're, uh, 
They're chock full of stud athletes. Yeah, um, they could be a playoff team without question. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to see the narrative too with Justin Fields. Um, you know, I, I don't think um, any of the West teams you really even have to talk about. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a stat today that said no West team has won the crown since the division changed in 2014. So, well, because Ohio State and Michigan are the same side, right? Yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, as much as I love Michigan what State, Northwestern does every year. When yeah. Dan Tony pulls something out, you know, right. Michigan State. And then they're in the same. So, yeah, I mean, Northwestern's so fun to watch and I root for them every year. Yeah. But Only downfall to them is Greeny. He's such a douche. Well, that's just true. But that's it. Other than that, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. I used <laughs> to love uh, – there was a – College football is dating me a little bit. College football, nineteen ninety seven for a regular PlayStation, and uh, it was Peyton Manning was in the game too. But uh, they had Darnell Autry running back, Northwestern. He was awesome, dude. He he was such a badass running back. I used to love playing with him on that game. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've always just kind of loved uh, loved what Northwestern stood for. Another one of those teams that's like you have to be a genius to play there. And yeah, yeah, it's just it's impressive when when those kind of teams can be even competitive, seven and five. It's cool. You kind of take notice. You stand up and watch. It's, well, when Jimbo cool. was leaving, I was like, dude, back up the Brinks truck to what's his acting drawn blank. I'm terrible with names. I, mean, I barely remember my kids' names. But uh, the head coach <laughs> there, um, like, why wouldn't you want that guy? If he can win that consistently at Northwestern, bring to Florida State where he's got – you don't have to leave his back porch to go recruit five-star athletes. You well, know? the same thing was like when Chris Peterson was out at Boise State. It was yeah. just like the guys – he's playing ball and – Boise, Boise, Idaho, on a blue field. I don't even think they want the blue field. It's just there. And he's just like, you know what, screw it. We're going to play on this blue field and we're going to kick ass. Yeah. And he did forever. And then he Jared Zabransky, baby. Yeah. So, you know, it's. <laughs> that dude had the tattoos Jay-Z on his elbow. God, man, that dude was so funny. Yeah. He's like the, Zabransky was like the baker before baker. Yeah. You know, like he was yeah. just the gangster quarterback. And that's, I mean, Boise just pumped out like just, you know. Winners. That's what they yep. did out there. They just won. They won games. Same thing. And I think, you know, Gary Patterson just overstayed his welcome at TCU. Like, he had a chance to make, like, write your check kind of millions. And yeah. I think he, he, he stuck it out too long. long. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, you know, I mean, I think Peterson capitalized. I mean, he, he went to Washington. A lot of that had to do with his family. family. His kids, yeah, and I get kids, that. Like, yeah. yeah, your family's most important. And you're making money. You know, yeah, don't, yeah you're doing it's just not like, fine. Yeah, don't Money's don't, not the issue. Yeah, don't mishear point. me here, people. It's not like I'm saying, you know, like, yeah. oh, you got to get all this money. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they had chances to, like, make I don't know what he was money. making, but, like, yeah. all right, two to five million, I mean, after so long, what, I mean, like, three million dollars spread's a big, big yeah, deal. But at the same time, when you're already a, you know, a ten millionaire, you yeah. know, whatever it might be. Yeah, whatever you are. I mean, I love that you, if you're had like a, you had like a George Bush Jr. Like, you had like a, little, a millionaire. <laughs> well, if you're not like a little ten millionaire, you know, fool me once, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> Watch yeah. me hit this trap. <laughs> yeah. Sting. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's it's you know those guys were uh, they position themselves to you know with with small market teams to be. Big market money and just kind of held on a long time. Obviously, like I said, Chris Peterson jumped. Um, okay, you know we talked Ohio State's your uh, your winner from us from you know Big Ten. That's that's my pick. Um, and then we'll, we'll grab Notre Dame here since they're floating out there in NBC land. Um, you know I, I don't know they they still have a really good ball team. Um, you're replacing a couple of guys. Uh, the only thing I'm looking at uh, with them, I was looking at their schedule today. Half of their schedule. Um, 
they, they play seven teams this year that are coming off of a bye going into their game. So, like, seven teams are going to have an extra week to prepare for Notre Dame. Now, granted, some of these teams are – I was looking at the teams that, that is. It's Bowling Green, USC, Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, and Boston College. I think there's a loss or two in there to a team that they shouldn't lose to. So, if you're a gambler, folks, jump on some over-unders or some – you know, jump on some right. point spreads on – I mean, like, I'm looking at a team like they go, they go to Duke – and Duke has an extra week to prepare for him with a guy like David Cutcliffe. You yeah. know, put that on your calendar. I don't know that game somewhere in October. I, you know, I don't know. Look at that game. I mean, you got USC. I think a team like Navy. I don't know this stretch of seven games where they've got teams that are coming off of. They play the an extra all week. the academies, right? Or just yeah. play Army and Navy. I mean, Army's not two last year. They, they can definitely give you a run for your Army run. straight thumped some folks last year. I think did Army play Michigan this year? I think they do, and that's like one of those like Jim Harbaugh, I'll fire you on the spot kind of games right there. If I'm the AD, that's crazy, man. I was so high on Harbaugh, and I, I mean, it's, like I said, we're probably splitting hairs here. I mean, but because his tracker is so good, I mean, it does help when you have Andrew Luck as your quarterback at Stanford, right? Yeah. But you know, he went to the the you know San Francisco, but they had a defense that was just legit. Yeah. Kind right, of I mean, one of those Baltimore Raven type Yeah, team. I mean, and so it hid some of the quarterback play, and he went to Kaepernick, and he had Kaepernick playing great, you know, despite what you think of Kaepernick as a person or even towards the end of his he career. Fit in that system. But if Harbaugh was still there, Kaepernick might still be in the, probably still in the league, right? Like, the I mean, guy was he, playing in that system. Yeah, he, he had – he is a good quarterback coach, and I think maybe the NFL fits him better from a standpoint of you don't have to be so hands-on with every aspect. Like, you have – you're more of a CEO – Instead of you know having to run every aspect of the recruiting and you know you're maybe you're just too caught up in the weeds in college, right. you know where NFL you can kind of be the overseer. I don't know. I mean, who am I? You know, he's obviously won a ton of games at a level that no one ever reaches right at the NFL. So I'm just saying like yeah, it's surprising because I just expected, which I guess a lot of people did, so much more from Michigan. You know, if you can win 10, 12 games at Stanford, why can't you win 10, 12 at Michigan? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to recruit in December. Yeah. Well, you beat Oregon, and you're probably guaranteed to win 10 or 11 games <laughs> you know, out, out west. This is true. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm still with you. I mean, you would think that at a school like Michigan, and a name like Jim Harbaugh, that you would have a, you know, you would have a Bama of the North, or you would have a, you know, you would be OSU's twin brother instead of OSU's baby sister. Right. That's what you are right now. Yeah. You're actually OSU's bitch. It's just the truth of the matter. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you look at it. You've been there four years and you've lost four years. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, I mean, you know, I got up to look. I mean, Fomer, like, Fomer had a hard time beating Spurrier. You know what I mean? I think he beat him like twice and lost him 140 times or something. You know, yeah. Like, it's just one of those one of those teams that. Kind of loves There's just always <laughs> seems like that, you know, like you're kryptonite. Like, yeah. Just, you yeah. know, like you're an amazing coach. But you can't get over this. But then you're talking about Jim Harbaugh, who's eight and four. You know, it's, yeah, it's it'd be one thing like, if you're ten yeah. and two. Yeah, you're eleven and one. And every year I've yeah. lost to Ohio State. I've lost to Ohio State, and then we end up dropping the game so after because we knew it was hump. over. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, eight yeah. and four is just not going to cut. Yeah, it's so. not going to do it. But anyway, so you know, we, we kicked around an idea, and uh, we're throwing around. Tell us what you think about it. About uh, you know, maybe you know, purchasing a Madden code and giving it out to some, some a loyal follower. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of working out some details on that. Just like, you know, I don't know, like some Twitter followers or some, or some, uh, you know, some likes on, uh, on a post of the show. But, um, you know, kind of stay tuned for that. We're looking at doing that. But 
hey, in the meantime, yeah, if you're if you're listening, hit us up on uh, on Twitter. Um, you know, give us give us some you know, your Twitter name or whatever, and give us some love. Give us a like and a follow. You know, we'll put you in for the for the Madden code. Yeah, I mean at balls and underscore and Bruce. So check us out on there. We're on uh you know again iTunes and Spotify. Obviously, you know that if you're already listening, but. Yeah, you were you're gonna know that because you're listening, but whatever, you'll figure it out. You know, you'll know where to we're go. We're on there. Maybe maybe you're a random listener on Podbeam, and you're like, oh hey, they're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that. I What's no Podbeam? I, yeah. yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I have to look. I have to Google every time I figure out where I'm trying yeah. to post this. Thing. If you're on dial-up internet, you're probably listening on Podbeam. But um, anyways, check us out and hit us up. Till next time. See you.